He wants to. He wants to have sex with Esmeralda, but he can't. So he's. Welcome to the Pixel Podcast. Lorenzo, what have you been playing? Uh, Destiny. Cool. Minecraft All right. stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, for reals now. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm here as always with Ethan. Hello. And Ricardo. Hello. And we've got a new guest today. Uh, thank you for joining us, Laurentius. Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. Yeah. Uh, you've been uh, listening for a while and yeah. uh, you told me about that and I was like, man, we should. I like talking to Laurentius about video games already. Yeah. We should have him on. Just record it. <laughs> Just record it. <laughs> the same thing. Um, so thank you for joining us. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Coming after work uh, in the evening to to record a podcast, which is, you know, what, what we what all some do. people do. No. <laughs> we all done it at one point. Um, so thank you. Uh, what games have you been playing this week? Man, jumping right into it. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah, no time for dilly-dallying. No we, dilly-dally. We, don't, we don't mess around on this we podcast. <laughs> no. we, only, we only talk straight about to business. video games and nothing else. We get the straight right. poop. Yeah, so uh, I've been uh, into Destiny. Big uh, big Raiders. So. What's that game? Yeah, you are a huge Destiny fan. <laughs> so and, I've been. Uh, I kind of every, every, every week you come on and uh, you after you listen to the podcast and you tell me the thing that we got wrong. <laughs> no. And so you guys only me and Ethan talk about it. Apparently that was aimed at us. Um, no, uh-oh. maybe maybe. Well. Not. <laughs> but yeah, doing that. Been doing the raid because uh, okay. my guys at two ninety three. The new now. one, right? The new one, yes. The Taken King. Taken King. King's Fall. The raid. King's Fall raid. That's what's called. Dead light mm-hmm. level two ninety three. Man, oh, yeah, how long did you get there? Took me about, I want to say, about two weeks. Okay, so, was that um, playing every day? Not every day. Um, okay. I actually haven't played as much as I did when uh, Crota's End was out. Okay, that time I was like every day, I was on there for like two hours. Now it's gotten down to maybe three hours a week if I'm not doing the raid. Hmm. So Really, really efficient now. So, yeah, okay. it's a lot easier. You feel like you're progressing a lot more. Yeah, yeah definitely. You were, you were day one. Destiny. Oh yeah, day year one, one day one on board. <laughs> um, I felt like I I experienced the full gamut of your of your relationship with Destiny. Like <laughs> this game is much. amazing. I play it every day. I'm playing every day. I'm doing every daily, every weekly, and then like DLC is not that great, but it's it's a great game. I love it. And then like around June, you were like, I hate Destiny now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like you experienced a similar like, but maybe even more condensed experience like with me and Ethan. Well, more me, I think. In my tumultuous relationship with <laughs> Destiny last year, where it went, like where it went up year. straight up to the wire on, on our Game of the Year podcast, where I couldn't decide whether I wanted to nominate as most most disappointing or not. I would say so. Yeah, I will say I think that Taken King is what Destiny was advertised as. Yes, and so I they agree. gotten all the bugs out. And so now. they they've kind of got it up to the level where they want it to be as, a, as like a baseline kind they of thing. They do. Yeah. Now there is something with the newest update that has been pissing a lot of Destiny players off and that is they just nerfed the economy. So mm. they've dropped strange coins. They've dropped weapon parts. Uh, they've dropped, Whoa, dropped the... really? Uh, yeah. Damn. So they've dropped it down 25%. So now... So is that the drop rate or is that the like the amount you need? The amount you get. So, oh wow. So now like it's 10 to infuse. So infusing you 
uh, get the light level up from a lower one to a higher one, so that way you can use your legendaries. Mm-hmm. It takes 10, stra- uh, 10 weapon parts, t- uh, three legendary marks, and a whole bunch of other materials. Mm. And now they've dropped the weapon parts that you get from dismantling. So mm. it's a bottleneck for a lot of players. <clears throat> See, and I was just actually thinking the last time I was playing, I was like, man, I'm getting like so much of this uh, of these weapon parts and the... What's the uh, what's the stuff you get from dismantling what armor 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 materials now? Yes. So and so I was like, like when am I ever gonna need this many? And then so apparently it's, you need it at the I end. Mean, yeah. yeah, it's for your end game content. Gotcha. So because you'll get it anywhere from two seventy to two eighty. Mm-hmm. Max lights about three ten right now, and so you need to use other weapons that maybe blues but have that higher attack value, and you put those into the older weapons, and that's how you get them up. Thanks, son. What are you rolling as, Laurentius, by the way? I'm Titan all day long. Yes. There you go. <laughs> What's Screw the you, Warlock. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> punch. Got to punch the guys in the face. Just punch yeah. them. <laughs> so, Whatever, man. Laurentius, an important topic as we discussed. You are the first Pixel Legends person to ever play the raid. <laughs> and this will be the only I time am. we ever talk about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell us about the uh, the King's Fall. Actually, you played Crota's End and the uh, yeah. House of Glass, right? I did all three. Yeah, I did Vault of yeah. Glass. I did Vault Crota's of Glass, End. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And House I did... of Glass is a venue in Southern California. <laughs> not yeah. not yeah, a <laughs> raid in Destiny. So I think that uh, Bungie really nailed the way that a raid is supposed to feel like in, in King's Fall. So it took the best parts of Walter Glass and Crota's End, and they've really made it into their own. So the first part, it's a lot of, you have rolls. You can't have cheese. There's no cheese. And this is the longest I think a roid has gone without any cheese. Mm. And every member has a roll. So it's kind of, you know, in-depth to talk about all the encounters. Um, Do you need a good balance of, there's like three classes in the game, right? Yes, Do you yes. need to have a good three balance of those three? And, but the thing is, is they, there's three classes and each class has like <clears> the sub. different subclasses. So like in, within Titan, you have your striker, which is kind of your hard-hitting damage dealer. And then you have the defender who can throw out the bubble shields and stuff. And now the sunbreaker is just the one you play as. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Breaker's awesome. So you call, um, in parlance with Reddit speak, it's uh, Bubble Bros, I think Shocker Bros, and Hammer Bros. Really, <laughs> uh, the defender mm-hmm. and the, the sunbreaker have the real names mm-hmm. because of the, the mechanic that they have. Um, but I'll fluctuate mainly between those two specs. And uh, in the raid, my job usually is the bubble because it gets weapons of light, and so you mm-hmm. hit harder with right. that. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been you know, like you don't really need certain classes to do things, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely a good mix of – it's all communication, really. It's communication, right. and there are a couple fights that are DPS checks. And so if you get that down, then it's good. So Right, <laughs> yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, it requires a good amount of coordination to make sure everybody's doing exactly what they need to do at the exact right time. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. it, uh, it can go wrong. Do you play with a group of like people you know, or are you playing with like random people? Uh, I play with, uh, I know almost all of them in real life. So right. I play a lot with our mutual coworker, mm-hmm. um, uh, Tony, and then yeah. I play with uh, um, some of my friends uh, in real life. But right. they're all people that I know, you know or I know friends Easier friends. to communicate with with. With yeah. a group of people that way. Yeah. Good chemistry and then like just been we've been playing together for a year. So Yeah. What yeah, console yeah. are you on? I'm on Xbox. Okay. 
No, Xbox One. So is Ethan. Ethan. So guys should should hook up if he, if he <laughs> wants to. If he wants to do the raid, you should just pair up with uh, with you guys. It sounds like. Yeah, and, uh, there you go. Yeah, sounds like the easy way to do it. Try yep. it out. Yeah. yeah, definitely. We have a lot of people who can Sherpa, and then uh, I will say that uh, my friend and I were old WoW raiders, and so we picked mm. up on the mechanics real quick. Yeah. Um, there's especially. Uh, Ethan this, is too, actually. Yeah. So yeah, then, you know, perfect. So it'll, you'll be able to pick it up real. Oh, quick. I'm bad at WoW though. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> what uh, you playing WoW back in the day? Uh, priest. All right. so Same I, here. Last I did Shadow Priest. My last ex- extent with uh, what was the last expansion called? Worlds of Drenner. I went to Shadow Priest, but usually I was holy, or disc. No disc. Disc. Is what I said a lot of words. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I was a holy, holy uh, healer and. Uh, off off spec shadow so okay but uh yeah i did uh mainly lich king as was my yeah that was my main thing yeah. and then i came back for draenor a little bit and then i was like yeah all right i'm good i had the same thing draenor was like no no <laughs> 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 once they had the uh the pug raids it was just bad <laughs> yeah so for as far as destiny goes um what do you what do you, what's your opinion on the 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 announcement about the uh silver they're gonna, they're gonna be. Yeah. Um. Well, the good thing is that we they talked gave about this us... last week. I can't remember if we talked about it or not. I don't know. If we real, might have. Yeah. Real money, real money coins called silver. Mm-hmm. Then you can buy just emotes right now. So that's that. That's all it's gonna be for. Um, yeah. But you know, I guess theoretically they could make it for anything later on. But they could. Um, although, um, they've maintained that that's only gonna be for cosmetic items. So <laughs> if they keep it that way, I have no qualms. Just about your it. shaders, your emotes, yep. your shaders, <clears throat> emotes. I will say this: there's some funny ones uh, right now. They they're going to they're gonna give you a, some silver, right? Yeah, they yeah, give you 400. enough for yeah, 400 silver. So that's enough for two emotes, um, but not the good as, emotes. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> not the Carlton. The Carlton, you have to pay. I was going to say, I just feel like everyone is just going to be like, do have the Carlton now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's the one that every publication latched on to. <laughs> yep. And then there's also the slow clap. That is also another rare one. So that's they're both about five dollars in real money. So I purchased the slow clap because it's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could get a group of people doing that, like in the ta- in the tower or something yeah. like that, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, I use it actually a lot in the raid. So I don't know if anyone out there. Spoiler alert: going to talk about the raid in depth. So if you want to do blind <gasps> runs. So, um, one of the encounters, there's a jump, there's a, co- a lot of jumping in this raid. Okay. So, I heard that, yeah. Yeah. So, after the first time you get the little little orbs, the little relics, um, there's six relics that you have to get, and you actually have to split up two, two, two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go off in two separate places on the Dreadnought to open the portal. So, it's a lot like uh, Vault of Glass. Once you go through that, then it's a straight bunch of jumping puzzles. First one's a whole bunch of pendulums, so not too bad. The second one is a whole bunch of ships that move at weird angles, and some of them don't always spawn and stay there. <laughs> nice. So you'll be jumping, hit on there, and all of a sudden the ship just disappears under you. Oh, man. That sounds good. The jumping puzzles already, like even in like the base game, there are some, and I'm just like, oh, this again? All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump across these. First person jumping. It's great. Never, it's great. Never been better. But at least they have a sword now, and that free sword that you get puts you in third person. Yep. Yeah. That's so, very useful yeah, for yeah. jumping around yeah. all the time. It's a top tip. If you need to, Pro put strat. the sword. Pro strat. I, Pro strat. I actually didn't even think of that. Yeah, it helps that. a lot. It does, yeah. yeah. 
and there are no uh, there are no enemies in that section. So like a lot of people for the hunters, they have the uh, the extra jump um, mm-hmm. for the triple jump, the bones of EO. You can they can equip that even though it's a year one because don't have to fight anything. Oh, okay. So, yeah, a lot of people have been doing that. Um, as a Titan, I don't have to worry about because I can float pretty high. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Yep. I get what he's saying, Words man. About yeah, I'm picking up what he's saying, down. I know what he's saying. I think it's only you, Matt. <laughs> it's only <laughs> you. Guess what? Guess who's running this podcast? Me. Oh. I heard you mention that you t- you played Minecraft Story Mode. Yes, Minecraft so, Story Mode. We were just, we were just, we were just talking about that like an I hour ago. Kinda, I'm kind of interested. I'm kinda... It's definitely a Telltale game. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Is it, is it choose your dialogue option and it's like... Yep. Remember, Creeper will remember <laughs> that? Yeah. <laughs> And they've got, uh, oh, as far wow. as the uh, main guy, as there's two it's options. It's not Steve, right? Steve is like the real... No, that's the real one. That's yeah. like the real one in Minecraft. Is, is it's uh, Jesse. So Jesse, Jesse is who you're playing. So they picked a nice, good gender-neutral game, uh, mm-hmm. neutral person. Mm-hmm. And actually the... Oh, can you, make it, can you make it look like anything you want? Or? Uh, not everything okay. you want. There's six choices. Okay. So three females, hmm. three males. And then the females are actually the, the top row. Whereas usually that's flipped. Yeah. Females hmm. are on the top. Hmm, that's cool. Interesting. So if someone's just... Cruising on through, they'll play the female. But um, got some really good voice actors in it. As far as the main male character, it's Patton Oswalt. Oh, right. So, yeah. Oh, I think I had heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yep. the female lead then? Uh, female lead. Well, there's. it's really a big ensemble class. And then I don't remember who the voice actress was for the uh, the female lead. Tara uh, Strong. Is that Tara Strong? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. We're just saying the... <laughs> Jennifer the Hale. Jennifer Hale. <laughs> Jennifer Hale. She's the voice actor. Um, what give us a run like a quick rundown? It's only one episode that's out, right? Right now, yeah. So, so it's what's gonna, the plot? Like, give us the give us the pitch, I guess. For yeah, not so, spoiling anything, just say what the uh, setup is. So the big thing with it is that there's these um, there's a whole bunch of people who are like the warriors, and they're the heroes of um, this Minecraft, this Minecraft, yeah, the Minecraft, yeah, whatever. Okay, um, and it's all based around this this big convention called Endercon. And one of the most public guy named Gabriel, he's a warrior. He's uh, giving a speech or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse has two friends, Axel and Gabby, I think. I can't remember the the, the female friend that they have on there. <laughs> and then you got your pig, <laughs> Rupert. Um, and so you can get you get to decide what to build at this thing because it's got, of course, Minecraft. So you got mm-hmm. a building uh, building competition, um, and then. In the course of the building competition, you build this really super awesome thing, and uh, there's this like kind of enemy team who's the the main guy who heads it is cool, but the rest of them are all jerks. Okay, and one of them is a super jerk, and he kinds to breaks this thing of lava, and you have a choice: you can either have your friend stay and save the sculpture, or what I did is I had uh, because the uh, the lava will then set fire to your pig's costume, and the pig will just start running away. So I had the friends try and help me and to save him. Huh. But sounds like it totally sounds like a Telltale <laughs> game. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It just sounds like we- it's just like weirder stakes now because it's not mm-hmm. like, like it's zombies. Not like it's not like yeah, or like yeah. just like life oh, threatening. Like a- <laughs> it's just like well, you- there's that. But it's like it's much more humor based. I'm guessing it is right? more humor based. But then after you get into the woods, it gets dark. Then the traditional baddies come out. So oh, okay. You do actually fight the skeletons. Like, yeah, the skeletons and the zombies and the creepers. Yep, and then spiders. Yep, spiders. And there's a big fight where you actually have to fight a spider. And um, 
Does it ever quick go into time. like the first person <laughs> times, yeah. mode? Does it ever go into like the first person like like kind of Minecraft looking mode, or does it, is it always like third person? It's always third person except yeah. for crafting. So the crafting they actually like bring up the crafting table in the little nine diagram. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, unlike what I'm used to on console, where it's the quick, the yeah, quick. Uh, they thing. do the quick. They fill in the gaps for yeah. you a lot. If you have the materials, it'll just say you can make a sword or yep. you can make a. Yeah, this time you actually have to put it in, just like on the PC. Mm. But mm. Uh, they do have the recipes on your map to your like R1 or right bumper, so you can always take a look at it. Yeah, it's always contextual based based on what you need to build. Hmm. So that's easy, um, but it's really well done. I it's a Telltale game, so it's good story, um, and they send you through this adventure through the Nether. Hmm. Sounds cool. Yeah, I actually am super interested. Uh, my one thing is that. I wonder how many, if that's like all we're going to get from that game this year or if they'll manage to eke out another episode before. Oh, i got to work on that. Because they, cause, like cause we still, they still haven't even announced, I think, the last Game of Thrones episode. I'm still waiting on Borderlands 5, but last episode of Tales from the Borderlands. I know, that too. I don't know about how they make those episodes, but I feel like there might be a part of it that, like, voice actor related for Game of Thrones especially. Maybe. If they, if they, again, I don't know how, maybe they don't, maybe they are double voice acting and that's uh-huh. not a, a problem, but it could possibly be like trying to coordinate schedules with these actors to well, get them to record. Well, it's kind of weird because I feel like during the first Walking Dead season, I don't know if I heard this right, but they, they were making the season as they were also yes. releasing episodes. So I can imagine I think that's, that's how, I think that's how they've been doing it. Yeah, I mean, so, they've been probably streaming that problem. Among Us. And the took Wolf like, Among Us, they had one episode, and then the second episode was like, was like six, six months, months later, later yeah. which was weird because I was like, "Is this game canceled?" Like I thought like <laughs> there wasn't going to be another one. I'm very disappointed in that, but yeah, I don't know. But Life is Strange final episode came out. Yep, as far as did. episodic we story really games, catch up on that. Second episode is really good. I need to play the third. Yeah, there's three more after that. Yeah, it keeps coming, man. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I still should probably play that, but honestly, I'm more interested in Minecraft. You know, you know what happened with episodic episodic games? What happened? The, it's the same thing that episodic TV shows is that I'm just like, oh, there's too many. I'm not gonna watch it's any. So of, I'm not gonna watch any of these. This sounds oh, yeah. like a commitment. Yeah, like Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it's back. <laughs> Actually, something of note for this being recorded in October, in 2015, close to the 25th. First, one of the very first Telltale games was actually Back to the Future. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Regional yeah. content. Yep. I discovered oh, yeah. that gem last year. Yeah, I played that when it first came out. I have that. I played yeah, it's it's yeah. way more adventure gamey than yeah. than the newer stuff. Like that's like more classic. Like collect all these items, combine some items, I, then use the items in the place where you think you might need to use I them. I feel mm-hmm. that was when they were starting to really ramp up. Like Telltale was really starting to ramp up because they had that. They had the Sam and Max like adventures. Sam and Max kind of they started, and then they also had like the Monkey Island games. Yeah, those are the first ones, and then they and then they Back to the Future was like their first like big like licensed this is movie. Like yeah, it, I mean like they're all other properties, yeah. but like, like a big movie like or something that's not game related. And then they did Jurassic mm-hmm. Park right afterwards. Yeah, which and that's I where everyone that's where everyone was like, like, oh, Telltale's trying to do too much. Yeah. It's not working. And then right after, right after Jurassic Park, though, they did Walking Dead, and that's when they were, like, re- rebooted again with, like, a huge jump up. I never played it, so I can't comment, but I, I, I am very disappointed that that was so, like, poorly received, because I was actually kind of kind of excited for that at the time. 
Well, if you have Games with Gold, it is free, so I Ooh. I can probably oh, try and catch it up. Yeah, they uh, released Jurassic it. Park or the no, not Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the Walking Dead season one. Oh, yeah. okay. oh no, no, no. So he's See, played I played, that. I played oh, Walking Dead season Park. one episode. He was saying he was looking forward to Jurassic Park. Wolf Among that Us came out. and me and Ethan are in the midst of trying to finish Game of Thrones <laughs> if they ever released the last episode. Yeah, this isn't our fault. Not this no, time. I never asked no. for this. <laughs> you've been playing. Um, what was the other? You said you're playing Tales from Borderlands as well. Uh, yeah, Tales from the Borderlands. So How's that? kind of going through that. I gotta say, I love the, I just love the, the style of game of Telltale. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting through almost just all those Telltale games mm-hmm. and I love Borderlands. And so it's got, uh, yeah, I was gonna say you like Destiny, Borderlands mm-hmm. or similar, all kind similar, of similar concepts. Now. Yeah. And so it's, it's fun how they take like those established IPs and they actually put their own spin on it. Um, and it's always really well done, really well voice acted, and really fun situations. So I haven't quite gotten to the point where I'm going through multiple playthroughs, but you know, it's it's always fun to kind of like kind of choose a little bit. I know it's not mm-hmm. as epic as it could be because the size of those games would be amazingly large, but mm-hmm. yeah, at least some kind of branching things is fun. So do yeah. you go through multiple times usually? Um, I did for Wolf. I did for Wolf Among Us just because there are so many. So much time in between, uh, yeah. but I haven't for Tales of Borderlands, and I haven't really for Minecraft yet. Okay. So I feel like you could. I feel like with the with the with the more serious ones, I wouldn't want to. But maybe on like the ones that are a bit more humorous, um, like Minecraft or, yeah. or Tales of the Borderlands, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't feel so. Because exactly. I just kind of want to see all the jokes or all the stuff that could happen, kind of thing. Yeah, you're not so like beholden to that storyline. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. Ricardo, yo, you've been playing some Bloodborne. I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne. Uh, last week, I think, I think it was literally last week. We yes. were like, "You're playing Dark Souls too? Why are you doing that? You should play Bloodborne." Like, no, I probably won't get it. And then and literally then- <laughs> the next day, I was playing Bloodborne. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I saw him streaming the next day. And I'm like, "What? He yeah. just told us yesterday about he wasn't gonna go Not get the, Bloodborne." That was me. That was somebody else. <laughs> No, yeah, I was just ultimately. I think I was just trying to convince myself that I'd made a better a better decision than I did. Which hey, I still have Dark Souls too. Yeah, it's not I'm a bad playing, game, but I am playing Bloodborne, and that game is really good. It's like a good game. If, if there was one other game that was gonna sneak in, even though it came out way earlier, sneak in and like grab me as like this was this is the best game of the year. It's Bloodborne because that game just plays so much about that game just plays. It plays excellently. It conveys its story and its setting so well through just the way that the game presents itself. It's just feels so tightly designed Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's great. It's hard. It's Mm -hmm. really, really, really hard as you could attest to (laughs) watching me stream this morning. Yeah, I watched this this morning. I've watched a couple of other, other your streams too, but that was the one I spent the most time with. The thing is, is it's hard in a way that for those if, if you've been living under a rock, Bloodborne is the latest from software game that uh, they're the creators of Demon Souls and two Dark Souls games, Dark Souls 3 coming out in March, I believe, of next year. And uh, these are games that uh, have really tightly designed gameplay, very like masterfully created worlds and lore, but very cryptic ways of that. It feeds, yeah, but not it like it to you. They don't. They don't start out with like some guy saying like you know. Like, yes. you are the chosen exactly. one. Five thousand years ago, in, in, there was. A- in fact, the way that Bloodborne starts is you start on an operating table. You're getting a blood transfusion, um, and then 
you like get attacked by some ghoulies, you wake <laughs> up and there's like a note on the table that you have an option to read. You can just miss it if you want. That says seek pale blood to transcend the hunt. And then you're just set off on your merry way and just And you're like, what the <laughs> heck does that mean? <clears throat> but I mean, obviously it drips uh, it drips you information through items, through notes that you find, through lore NPCs just kind of drop off. So eventually essentially the story of Bloodborne is kind of a, a Lovecraftian gothic like macabre tale yeah it's, it's, it's like it's like a cross between like the hammer like horror yes, like, like, the, exactly. like mummies and werewolves and things like yeah. that and then also like this weird lovecraft yes. and like elder gods so it's yeah it's set in in this kind of victorian-esque city called yarnum and essentially uh they discovered like deep underground in yarnum like underneath a chapel they discovered this substance called the old blood and they, through experimentations by the church and this school called the Bergenworth School, they found out that the blood has like super duper healing powers. And it came at right the right time because there's this ashen blood uh, plague going around. So they start distributing it throughout the city. They start doing experiments with people's existing blood and the old blood. And they start like producing all this blood. And then a lot of blood uh, in this game. Yes, and eventually, yes, it's all about blood blood. echoes, dried blood, blood vials, cold blood dew. Yeah, everything is blood. Got to do the dew. So essentially, so essentially, it says tempering blood gemstone. Yes, precisely. And so uh, it eventually, people start going crazy, and they start turning into these crazy like beasts from. Basically, the blood use. It's not really. It's not ever explained exactly it's what's not really causing explained, that. Yeah, it what could, happens to it? There's there's a strong suspicion that it's tied to the blood use because everybody's using it, and like it just seems like there's more and more every day. And so the church and the Bergenwood School each establish like hunter workshops, and from that they train people. They to go hunt beasts. Yes, they train people to go hunt beasts. They infuse them with again so <laughs> counterintuitive. They infuse them with the, their own type of blood administration tie them to this thing called the hunter's dream so they can't die they'll just be transported back to the hunter's dream and but it seems like it's it, it again it's and none of this stuff is like explained nope, to you this is all, all like you have to kind of figure it out figure out but the interesting thing that this is why i love the souls games and, and bloodborne because it's like i i would never want to play these games Mm-hmm. I like watch people play them and they like die on a boss for, like the fourth time in a row and I'm like I would be like so done with that game at like, that point like I would just be like like I like well, I, it was I get Al- that, it was clearly Alfred's fault I get that it's hard so, so. I get that it's, that's like the point of those games but this is not for me and uh, but the 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 brilliant like not even like story I wouldn't say but the brilliant like world creation mm-hmm. of those games is what I really like. And liked. it's great watch- And I really like the Cthulhu and, you know, Lovecraftian oh, yeah. style that stuff, stuff. is really and that's good. in that game really like, well. Really good in this game. And it's cool, and it's interesting watching other people play, too, specifically people who are more familiar with the game than I, because they can, like, they, they'll they say, hey, this, this part, the way the camera's angled, and it leaves you at this vista, if you're actually paying attention, you can see this ambush that's going to happen up here yeah. and take note of it. Or you can just, see where the boss yes. is going to be or and, where like, or, or where like you just came from, you can see like uh-huh. down into it. And, and when you're it. playing it, you feel like it's really tightly designed. But then when you get stuff like that showing you, you're like, wow, like this is a really well-designed game. But again, Really, really hard. Really hard game. What are you talking about? The most dangerous enemy is ladders. That's, yes. Okay, so yes, I've been playing. So I've been so this playing. This morning. This, this morning. 
So I ended up uh, ended up like kind of quitting the the game last week on this uh, this portion of the game called Old Yarnum, which which I've heard many say it's like kind of an optional place. I feel like it's not an optional place. I don't know. But anyway. It's optional in the sense that every Dark Souls game has like, like Yeah. Like, like you can those games give, those games give you no direction. Yes. They don't they don't say like go here next. Like they just like like here's this world, mm-hmm. go explore stuff. And like so I mean like if you just wanted to like get me to the final boss so I can see the credits, mm-hmm. then like there's probably a lot of optional areas. Yes. But like in the course of just I'm gonna explore and find out what's out there, mm-hmm. this is not really optional. There's a lot of things in this area. Yes. And so I was just like smash my head against the wall in this in this level because like it starts out and there's a a Gatling gunner up in a tower and he's just shooting you the entire time you go through the level and then you can finally like get up to the roof but then he's hard as hell to beat unless you do what I did and just cheesed him and just spammed bullets so he fell off the oh, roof. Oh, you used that tactic? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you looking at all looking at all the so, guys. You might as well. So, so th- but I at that time I didn't actually really know what was going on and so I finally came back this morning and was like I'm gonna get to the boss here. I'm gonna beat it. And so it took me like an hour and 45 minutes to finally beat it. But through the course of it, I well, feel first you're looking for your blood echoes. Oh, and yes, you couldn't remember where first, they were that first. <laughs> you <laughs> you're like, Cause I had like 20,000. They're, they're, they're gone. They're not here. Where are they? Oh, wait, they're over there. Yeah. I literally, <laughs> they're over well, because I was just, I had like 20,000 that I dropped. And so like my first objective was going to get them. I'm going to pop this bold hunter's mark, get back to the dream, and friggin' spend them so that I can be better going through this level. So I did that, but then I just started dying. I just started repeatedly ramming my head against this level. And at one point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to summon somebody. Because like the Dark Souls games, you can summon other people from their games and helping you... They get stuff, and you you they get an, somebody to help you through these incredibly hard levels. So I finally, after like ten minutes of waiting, like, yeah. summoned some guy, summoned this one guy. Doug, and was, Sly Doug. Yeah, Sly Doug. <laughs> shout, shout outs to Sly Doug. And, then, <laughs> and so he was like his best friend in seconds. Yes. He's like Doug, my friend Doug, Doug, and Doug, 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 Doug. So I'm like Doug, help me. And so Doug helped me, and he, he we was were killing d- monsters we were, together. We were killing monsters. It was great. And so there was a part on the level where I had opened up a shortcut to the bottom of the level where, where the if bosses. I had I just had to run past all these enemies, jump on a ladder, and slide down. So I'm like, all right. Which he had done like five or six. Yes. This is not like, this this is like, like the, a new thing he had just this unlocked. This is like, like the he sixth or seventh time, time I was doing it. So, now he has Doug with so him. So I was like, all right, Doug. And he can't hear me, obviously. So I'm just <laughs> like, all right, Doug. I hope you follow me because we got to get down to this boss. Let's go. And so I run past all these enemies. And I run through the gate to where the ladder is and then run past the ladder <laughs> out into like wildly coyote territory. And then I just drop and die. And then Doug gets ejected from my my world because I'm dead. And so I was just like wasted like 30 more minutes of my life just for that stupid run. <laughs> but you know what? I said, that's all right. I didn't waste any of my resources on there. Let's just try again. And so I went through again. Summoned the end, the 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 AI partner uh, Alfred, who's a who's an NPC in the game, and then he'll if you agree to cooperate and then, and with then, him, and then he'll abused be, abused yes. Alfred. <laughs> and I abused Alfred for the subsequent Verbally. three or uh, three or four tries it took me to finally beat the boss of that area. So 
Hooray! And then Matt was like, you should go check this out. And I was like, all right. And then a freaking new enemy that appears, I guess, after you beat that boss. Um, yeah, that's what's really cool. That's what I really like about Bloodborne that like doesn't happen as much in like Dark Souls. Where the world like, changes. The world changes yeah. after stuff happens. And like depending on how much insight you have and mm-hmm. things like that, like you'll see different things. Enemies will behave differently or new enemies will appear. Yeah. And so after beating that boss, a new enemy shows up. I'm like, you should check out this new enemy. And, and so I've I was like, seen cool. And he beat does. the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the special thing with that enemy is he doesn't you kill don't you. End up ba- yeah, you don't end up back at the at your last lamp that you've... That you've rested at. Instead, he takes you to a whole new area. And like a cutscene, right. a cutscene plays. Like he's like an enemy. He's like a creepy, like really tall guy with like with a black... skinny white legs. He's like this black, like he looks like the Emperor from the, yes. from Return of the Jedi, but, but like, like tall and lanky, like Slenderman. Yes, like kind of like the Slenderman combined with the okay. with the Emperor. And, and he's, he's a big got a bag, sack. a big sack over his head that he tries to hit you with. Okay. And so Ricardo dies to him, so, and then when you when you die to him, Jack Skellington. This cutscene cut plays. Of you, like, in this sack being, like, dragged along yeah. the ground. And then, like, you see the guy walking out of this cell and closing a door behind you. And, and he's, like, I just dumped you in some cell. cell Santa in Claus got game. weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so then that's where I stopped the stream. But uh, looking forward to see what happens next. And by looking forward, looking forward I mean I am terrified. But, um, yeah. So I'm, I've been streaming that and uh, re- keeping all the archive footage. And I'm trying to edit together some... Some nice little playthrough videos. So the second one, I think by the time this drops, that'll be out. And uh third one's already in the uh in the works. And so watch if you're missing the stream, you can watch those videos as they come out. Yeah. We'll be putting them on the on the website, so they'll be up on there. Uh Ethan's got a new video on the website. Yeah. Of him <laughs> he's like he's like, what I do? <laughs> of him unboxing the new Steam controller, which is sitting right next to him. Um, he's picking up Ethan, right what do you think about it? It's neat. Um, it's now in the center of the table. It's neat. I put it there now. <laughs> Anyone can touch it if everyone they want. Can, everyone can see it. You want to check, check it out? Um, it's not actually out yet. It's not. It's in beta. If you pre-ordered it, you're able to get it. <laughs> it's in what? Beta. 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 Not beta. Beta. There's like, there's like six buttons on the back. So yeah, it's um probably the weirdest control I've ever used. These are buttons. By far. So many buttons. Yeah, it's got a what lot of buttons. Hell? It's super intimidating. Like if I put this in, this is for the most hardcore, you know. PC gamers, we don't allow them them console scrubs anywhere around <laughs> us. So our controller's got to be crazy. Got to have tons of buttons on it. Oh, that yeah. new um, Microsoft Pro controller. Yeah, exactly. It's it probably has as much buttons as that. Just um, about. It's ridiculous the amount of buttons. I was honestly kind of intimidated when I start in a new game. Um, you can pull up a button to see what. It's confusing because you have to know what the game does, like how to play the game mm-hmm. normally, and then if you go into like some of the custom made um, templates. That people have made, you also have to kind of know exactly what each of those things are. Oh, okay. So it's not just a situation where you can jump into a game with the Steam controller first time and it'll be like hunky dory. You well, have to kind of know what the me- basic mechanics of the yeah, game already because it's are. not because it's you know if you jump into a PC game, it's going to tell you like hold down control to do this and then right. you know do whatever. Uh, so doesn't dete- most PC games don't detect this as a controller? Then um, there's a setting where you can turn it as just a straight up controller. Um, uh, I see. There's a setting for that, but. Yeah. For, I'm just, is it the, on the, the controller itself or is it on No, the, it's in Steam. In Steam, there's like a list of things that says like, okay, here's templates. So there's these basic templates for emulating like a regular old controller. There's one that's emulating the WASDA keys um, and like a mouse. And then there's another setting that's like high precision. I haven't tried it. High precision um, 
like gamepad control. Like like if you want to do like a 360 game or something okay. or a game that has 360 controller support, you can do that with supposedly better quality. And then there's another section, which is community, which everyone maps to completely. Yeah, like, they've like created their own custom. Yeah, people can create their own custom and upload them. My only problem with that is there's no way to rate which one's the best one. Like, so you're just, so just kind of like, this guy seems like he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, it's making, it makes a clicks noise. Very, very clicky. It's very clicky. It's very loud. Um, all right, all right, Matt, you give it the Foley. <laughs> Go with the Steam controller Foley. Got all these test sounds. Kind of, I kind of feel it's kind of like those, the mechanical keyboards that have come back in style for PC games. The loud, yeah. the loud noises, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to have that feedback. Oh, like tactical feedback. Um, but anyway, it seems neat that there's a lot of things I like about it because a lot of times I'm stuck. I, I play games a lot on my couch uh, with friends or whatever. And a lot of times I'm stuck with using a keyboard and mouse on a couch and that's never fun. Like it's never comfortable. You're always having to sit in like a kind of a weird slouch or, and or like a weird seated position and using a mouse on a, you know, whether it's on a board or something you put down or just straight up on the couch sucks. It's never a great experience. So what this is trying to do is it's trying to replace that and give you some sort of alternate method. So it's almost like learning it all over again in some ways. Um, all right. But it has... Boom, we're recording again. And we're back. Ethan forgot to put I was batteries. so excited about the Steam controller that I took the batteries out of the recorder and put it in my Steam controller. That's not no, what happened. If you, if you watch the unboxing video, you can see how Ethan really put No, you can't because he cut that part. It's like, this is going to make great viewing, and then he cuts it Aww. out. And just like <laughs> no, I put him in there still. Oh, yeah, you did. You, you, you cut out I you unwrapping. cut the part of me unwrapping the <laughs> yeah, batteries. Yeah, you were just like, you were I just... Like, so that's, that's, what that's actually a really good cut. I, I was remember, surprised. I remember watching it and being like, oh, yeah, he cut, like, five seconds of him unwrapping a thing. It took a lot longer. It was actually me, like, 30 seconds going, ah, <laughs> this thing sucks. Anyway, anyway you were saying it clicks. The it, thing about it, it is... It sticks. It, it's the clicks that sticks. The thing is, is there's community, there's community um, voted control schemes. But you can't vote. You, you on can't them. vote on which one's the best. So you that kind of sucks. Whose is the best? Yeah, who's you can always voice? make your own. You know, there's really there's a lot of options. Like you can have it have like a turbo button, or you hold down a button and it'll hit, mash like a group of keys at the same time really quickly. So you can do all sorts of weird like power things too. You can kind of cheat with the controller if you you know try hard enough. Um, but I don't know. It's neat. I haven't really fully tested it yet. Like tried playing like an entire game. I usually just boot in for a little bit. Um, I really haven't had time to sit down and just kind of mess with it for a long period of time. But um, yeah, you think I'm gonna keep using it instead of this 360? Or no, I don't think it'll replace this 360. Um, definitely using using the thumb pad. The how far over it is. Like it's very far over to the left. Um, it's a little awkward to it's use. More like the those. original play at PS3 and PS2 and no, no, because those had the buttons over here on the right. Like the the face buttons, the face buttons being down yeah, the here. Sticks, the sticks, the like, what you're, the pose that you're doing right yeah. now is like the PS for the sticks. So instead of the right stick, which is on the 360, PlayStation, GameCube, like everything, they put the face buttons there, which is weird. That's what but the Wii U does well. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Wii U has two sticks right here. And then- oh, you're right. Um, anyway, they replaced it, and it looks really uh, it because of the the largeness of the. What do you call these things? Um, handles. Handles, I guess. They're so big, that makes it kind of hard to get your hands wrapped around. It makes it very comfortable to use these, um, the mouse button and stuff, the mouse replacement with the haptic feedback that you can hear. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't make it as easy to use these face buttons. So a controller is still going to be great if the game supports a controller. still going to be the best. Again, this is for people I who want to play. I want you to try it with like a, like a more first-person shootery type. Okay. 
type game. See, tell me how it works better. Because they, they, they also were like, they're saying like, works great for like SimCity and stuff like that. But also, look at us playing Call of Duty with it as well. Or like, no, they were playing uh, CSGO with it. Like, like they showed that in the trailer for yeah. it. They showed that in like in the early preview stuff yeah. they were showing for it. Like, so I want to see how that works with this like kind of touchscreen based. I'll have to test it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Seems pretty neat. It seems like with the size of it, it's like the original Xbox controller gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little nothing too could be big. nothing could be more wrong than the original Xbox <laughs> my, controller. My, you know what? I think you haven't seen an original Xbox controller in a while because this is not nearly as big. That's like yeah, a that is true. My, yeah. my my thing about it, I I like the basic idea, but in the little bit that I've handled it. I'm just like there's too much stuff. Like I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm clicking at something every time I put my hand down on it. Yeah, everything clicks. Like- there's so many buttons on it. Which, as most PC games are, you need a lot of buttons though, because if you're using playing like an RTS or any sort of strategy game, you're gonna use all of those buttons. Yeah, yeah I feel, times. and I feel like I like also like the- once you get used to it, you're probably not gonna. I like that it has like the track. I'm testing out right now that it has like the trackball momentum sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's gonna be key for like those kind of games, yeah. like. Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know what the real test I'm gonna have to do? What? I'm gonna have to try to play Heroes of Storm with it. Dota. Heroes of the No, I want to play a fun game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. But, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't play Dota. I was like, what are you shooting for? Speaking, shooting <laughs> speaking of a fun game. Yes. Lorenzo just wants to talk about Destiny some more. <laughs> in, in that time where the batteries went out, he mentioned that he'd forgotten to mention something. Yeah, there was about half the raid. Uh, <laughs> yes. We don't have all raid. night. Listen, we don't have six hours. Yeah, so. so, yeah, just um, I was able to pull up some notes because uh, I uh, wasn't remembering off the top. My but, thesis uh, on this raid has been published. Well, I a study me... about how the Destiny raids yeah. have progressed. <laughs> But basically, like, there's just a lot of good, like, teamwork things. So the second part after the little ship jumping puzzle is called Powering the Glyph. And so basically you split the team in two. You go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to go back, I think, like, three, two times for each person. And you just got to be on top of, like, killing the ads correctly in the right order, killing which ones you have to put the priorities on. And uh, I can tell you're a wow player because you said <laughs> yeah. ads. Yep. <laughs> the only time I've heard that. The ads, you know, there's math involved, don't worry. Man, I don't know how to I don't know how to climb down a ladder. You think I don't know how to do math? <laughs> yep. A lot of a lot of wow wow terminologies yeah. leaked in just because of the raids. So. That's really cool though that they actually kind of made a game because I know a lot of people, um one of my friends who are also very big into WoW, uh, they were talking to one of their coworkers who was into Destiny, and they are like, this is one of the craziest games I've ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. you can get in a group, and you can take team things down together, get six people at once, take down, like, huge bosses and stuff. And they're like, yes, this has been done before, but it's neat that it's actually penetrating kind of like a larger audience because it is an FPS. It's made by Bungie. It kind of has the whole, um, you know, huge thing going it's to exe- it more accessible yeah it's more yeah. accessible but it still has like the raid is not like oh, for yeah. babies I don't mean, yeah I don't mean like accessible I remember Matt was telling me he's like they took what was it like 8 hours on Giant for, Bomb for Giant Bomb they, they went in blind it took they, them 8 hours to do it and I'm like that sounds like a raid when you yep. don't know what you're doing that sounds like a exactly, wow raid yeah. like it's the exact same thing almost in a lot of ways yeah. uh, it's just a it's easier to shoot things than to hit 1, 2, 3, and 4, and 5 and try to convey mm-hmm. that to a person oh yeah and it's more infinitely watchable as well than old WoW raids. Oh yeah, but it's just confusing things yeah. and numbers flying everyone, <laughs> custom UIs and uh-huh. yeah, everyone has a different setup and yep. uh, macro everything. Yep, and all those numbers just flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that encounter is not 
not really a boss fight. The first boss fight is called the War Priest. Uh, and you have to, again, a lot of it is all each group has a raid. So it's all battle buddies. So you have three glyphs that you uh, have to step on in a certain order that's random each time. Hmm. And the last person who steps onto the plate will get a buff and a little circle that protects you. And you have to be within that circle to go ahead and uh, do damage to the boss. So you got to know where your placement is. You got to know, um, you know, your timer. And uh, the person in the bubble who's controlling it has to kill all the uh, additional enemies to actually reset the counter on it. So you know, a good team will then have uh, their, their, their best person step on the plate last, get to a certain spot have everyone get to that spot right there and then uh, be able to hit those ads right at the last second to reset the timer. So you get 50 seconds of full DPS time against the boss. Hmm. Um, this sounds impossible. <laughs> no, this sounds impossible to coordinate with people that you don't know. Oh, well, like, it is uh, super hard with randoms. So, and then when you don't know what you're doing, we're gonna like, have to exchange live Xbox Live things. <laughs> I'm ever gonna have a hope of seeing this. Yeah. I don't have five friends to play this. I have five friends. I only have like two. You know, don't worry, I got hey, like look at that. eight, we're, we're, eight we're, friends. We're oh man, I'm never gonna get in. <laughs> no, that way, life. that way we have an overabundance, so we have like multiple raid oh, groups going so out oh, nice. all the time. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on yeah. that. I'm gonna get on that. Right? I'm cool, right? We're cool. Oh yeah. And hey, then, you call you call this you call this X wing list uh, useless earlier. Well, right? he's playing rebels. So yeah, I, mean, I know. You know. <laughs> hey, he's already, he's, he could he's, be playing. He could be doing worse. He could be playing scum. I could be is, playing scum, which is what I play and have won like two matches in the last year. Oh, <laughs> yeah. hey, I've won like a zero in the last year because I don't think I've played X wing. I've won a hundred percent. Because I'm the best. Aww. Oh, yeah. screw you. <laughs> How many games do you actually play? You just play Ray. Oh, about like, or like 20? 20 or so. Still haven't lost. I'm really good. Anyway. Playing Ray, that's why. Yeah. I played you, yeah. I think. <laughs> I played Not me this a couple times. Oh, yeah. You got your Armada and you don't play anything else. We played Armada and you beat me in that. Yep. But I beat you in that, so I think. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I beat Brandon. I beat Brandon. I beat Brandon. Oh, well, come on. <laughs> Might as well just beat a baby. Oh, <laughs> a big bearded baby. Brandon's listening to this. Um, Good. Probably. Good. I think he just says he listens to he it. He stole my Snapchat <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> oh, is that finally coming up like six months later? Yes. You Guess what, buddy? You you let that get, you let that get away from you. It's like trademark. If you don't say something right up front, then it's too late. It's I gone now. It's no Mickey longer Mouse yours. the first time. It's no longer yours. I used it in my unboxing video. I did. Yeah. I mean, you did. And I did. And I was like, these mother... (laughs) I I used it in a Snapchat recently, but I used used yours and Brandon's. Yes. I saw. saw. Anyway, back to video games. Yeah. That next boss called uh, Golgara, basically a big old ogre. How many bosses are there? Uh... Two more after that. No, three more after oh this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I'll be quick. We have to we have to get through this. So yeah. then we can stop talking about Destiny. Yep. So these are are they like t- they're t- all taken? They're all taken. Enemies. No, oh, it's yeah. hive. So oh, okay. hive and taken. All right. So because of course Oryx is the the main baddie in this, mm-hmm. and he is the the father of Crota, mm-hmm. and he's the hive god. And so he doesn't need to take the hive. They follow his order, except for ogres. Ogres mm. apparently don't 
listen to no one. <laughs> Makes sense. This is my uh-huh. swamp. <laughs> 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 Donkey. Yeah. Uh, um, but this Golgoroth, it's basically uh, a lot of different strategies, but there's it comes down to you have to have one guy distract the dude, and you usually have two people up top because there's one little area where one guy can just hide, um, and you have two people like trading focus of Agro, the guy. You can say it. Yeah. Agro. Agro. Agro, yeah. Use all the buzzwords. Oh, yeah. Everything. Alfred sucks yep. at agro. <laughs> no, he, he's really good at aggro. You're bad. Yeah. He's good at aggro, bad at tanking. You're, Fuck that yeah. guy. <laughs> so, yeah, it's this is the closest that you get to tanking in, in yeah, Destiny. Yeah, that's what I heard, because you said yeah. like, keep, you have to keep someone distracted. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. So how does someone tank in Destiny? So it's a lot of you not know. actually like being a shield, it's, it's just like being elusive. Yeah, just <laughs> it's running. just mechanic. It's all by mechanic. Oh, dodge so tanking. Yeah. So there's um there's a whole bunch of pillars. There's a pit down below, um and so the two people who are uh, besides the two people, since a raid team is six people, the next four will then jump into the pit when you've got this gaze on. Um, and there are six like little bubble things they have to shoot down. All the four DPSers have to be in the uh, little puddle to actually hurt the boss, and you have to hit his belly. And then usually you will, it ends up being three people actually hitting the boss and one person controlling ads down there, and you rinse and repeat like sounds, three times. Sounds insane. Yep. And then you can't die any more than six times as far as all the entire raid group because there's this thing that, uh, fills up, and if you die six times, it's a wipe. Um, but then after that is the transept, and this is the funniest part of the raid. This is where I use the slow clap the most. It's a whole bunch of jumping puzzles with these <laughs> pillars that just go straight out of the wall and launch you across this little, like, this pit. And so okay. it's <laughs> it's like this big old valley in the in the ship. And so you'll think you're safe, and then all of a sudden this thing will ram out of the wall. And oh it's basically a big wow. old punch thing that just goes whoosh. That's pretty Man. funny. And so you'll see some really hilarious parts where it's just, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, land, wham. This is like um, this is like Wipeout, but yep. the Destiny Edition. <laughs> it's, yep, it's Wipeout Destiny Edition. Uh. And then after that jump puzzle, you have... Where are the big balls? (laughs) Where are the the big balls? Where are the big balls? (laughs) Where are they? Final boss? Final boss. Or final room. Final room. room. Final room. We're not even at the boss yet. We're not at the boss yet. Come on. One more to go. Don't get ahead of yourself. (laughs) Daughters of You can't save during this, can you? You can, yeah. You get checkpoints before each boss. You quit the game when you respawn that game. If you guys want to take a break and come back. Just, just like, like wow. any, yeah, just any good raid. It's got uh, got some places where it can get through it and uh, save. Uh, the Daughters of Oryx is right before, and this is where a lot of raid groups can stumble mm-hmm. because this is one of the most coordination specific fights that has ever been put in Destiny. And uh, there are four pillars basically, and you gotta jump. There's gonna be an orb that spawns over one of them. You have to jump counterclockwise on each pillar to build platforms for a runner because one person's going to be like, it's called torn between worlds. They basically turn all weird and it makes it really hard to see, but you have to mm-hmm. jump on these platforms to get the little orb. 
And then you go and slam onto these two witches that are there, the daughters of orcs. Hmm. And so everyone's been calling it Space Jam. <laughs> basically, come on, basketball. Welcome yeah. to the jam. What if you want to? Am I? What if is Ethan the Bill Murray of your guys' squad going to be the Bill Murray of your guys' squad? <laughs> I'm Bill Murray. I'm just here now. <laughs> I don't play defense. Nope. <laughs> what am I doing here? Bill, we on defense. Mm-hmm. Does, he, yeah. he doesn't show up in that movie, does he? Until that part. No, he's in it. Okay, he's in it. Yeah, he's, he's in, in the it. golf scene. Yeah, where, uh, that's right. Yeah. It's that one, like like thirty second scene though. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like a very long scene. No, and then you forget about him, and he comes back in. Yeah, yeah. man. Save the day. Deus Ex Machina, but they hinted at it earlier. So Deus it's not Ex Murray. America. Ethan's gonna be the Ethan Hawk of this. Of this raid. Mm-hmm. So after yeah. you come on and slam and welcome to the jam, mm-hmm. what happens, Lawrence? You gotta go hide behind one of those pillars. So <laughs> come you on and slam <laughs> and then go hide one behind one of the pillars. Hey, yep. you, what you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so a big thing that has been a recurring theme as far as like relics things is you always get a bubble afterwards. And everyone has to stand in this bubble to do damage to bosses. And so same thing happens. They're, the bosses are immune until you slam onto them. Then you have to go and uh, if you are the relic runner, you have to go and stand on a pillar to shield the rest of your team and to give them a, a buff to to go ahead and DPS them. Hmm. Uh, there's a specific mechanic where if you kill one of them, the other one is doubly hard to 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 get down. So the strat, the current strat is to DPS one down to like a sliver of health. And then stop. Start beating up on the other yep. one then. Then you clear ads. Someone else is going to get taken. Everyone's got to go back to their pillars, like lickety split. And this is where it fails a lot because not everyone gets back to their side. Lickety split. <laughs> because the runners are I said random. lickety split. <laughs> I said lickety split, man. Because <laughs> the, the runner is we random. did it on the double. <laughs> I said lickety split, not on the double. Mm-hmm. But you got two, there's two bits of randomness on. It's uh, random as far as what order you start in, and it's random of who's running the relic. So you may have a good person running it, or you may have someone who falls off and it's a wipe. Mm. So that's where a lot of people fail. And uh, the second the second witch is over to the right usually from the start, and then you have to kill that one real quick, and then you clean up on the last one. Now, technically, you can do it where it's 50%, 50%, 50%, 50%, mm-hmm. but it is hard. So that's why the current strat is that way. Hmm. Finally, the last boss. Oryx, the big dude. <laughs> the big dude? The big dude. The big dude. The big dude. The main man. The main man. So I actually haven't he cleared Oryx the yet. Yep. Do you haven't beat him yet? <laughs> Haven't beaten it, no. Wow. Oh, damn. Because this is, well, Daughters is one DPS check. This is the other DPS check. Uh, Golgoroth was also a DPS check, but it's not too bad. So I'm actually a little low. As 293 light, I'm a little bit low. You have to be, really have to be 300 for this. Hmm. And so half the team that I was with was under 300. And so we couldn't get this part. So um same kind of mechanics as far as the the pillars because it's in the same arena, uh, but you can choose your runner this time. So then you can put your best person mm. on jumping on the platforms, and Oryx will then choose the platform to start on by slamming his fist down, 
after you do your running, everyone jumps up. Ogres come out, and then you have to kill those really, really quickly. And they'll create blights, which are these big old bubbles, basically. Uh, once the relic person uh, has the relic, instead of slamming on anyone, uh, there's there's a knight that spawns, and he runs right up the center. Mm-hmm. And you kill his aura with that, and everyone has to DPS those guys. So hmm. it's for the people who are not running, it's get on the platform in your order, kill your ogres as fast as possible, then come to the middle to help kill the, the knight. Then after that, uh, you go out to where you killed your ogre. You go into those blights until it says you've uh, ignited a corrupted light or something like that. Then you all run back into to the bubble so you don't die. Hmm. After that, then Oryx will come up and you have to shoot him to make him flinch. And that's where the DPS check comes into. Because if you don't have enough DPS, he doesn't flinch. And then he screws you. <laughs> and you got to do that several times, several times until the end. And this is what got the first the first uh, Raiders on day one when it dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think you're done, you're not done. You got to save your last like little burst for the end, because at zero percent health, he actually comes up oh, no. and does it one more oh, time, man. and so you gotta burn him again. Otherwise, it's a wipe, and you have to do it all over again. So, actually, I mean, I know you you put disclaimer for if you want to do a blind run, don't listen to this. But if you are looking to to jump into that raid, listen to Laurentius here. Yeah. So, one thing I heard is you have to have like specific weapons. For a lot of times, like you can't like a sniper rifles like could be useful in this particular yeah. case. So you yes. need like so, what what are the weapons that So I mean I'm running um for those who are really familiar with the game, I'm running a two ninety three Suros and a two ninety four thousand yard stair. So um for the majority of the light and then I have a I've got two ninety three <laughs> four thousand yard stair right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the two ninety four thousand yard stair is a good sniper rifle. Um it's not the best, but it's the good of what I've gotten from R and Jesus, from the random, <laughs> from the random drops, um, and that's, then that's a good one. <laughs> I do like that one. Can't take credit from it. Uh, <laughs> it's all the Reddit. <laughs> uh, and then I have a, a rocket launcher that I use, a void rocket launcher. It's nothing to to speak home from now, but I got the Tychonaut hum, so I have uh, tracking on all rockets. So okay, that's nice. And I also get it's basically ruin wings as well in there where I get extra ammo. So. Um, those two things together make it advantageous for me to use rockets. You just got to level them up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to level them up a little bit more. Too bad all those weapon parts are hard to get now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what they suggest is... Um, play, more, rifles. play more of the yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> we yep. suggest that you... That we suggest that the true fans of Destiny play more Destiny in order to get mm-hmm. the best gear. Grind, grind, grind. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for those <laughs> words, Laurentius. There sure were a lot of them. <laughs> And there's two words about destiny, mostly, I'm sure. I didn't yeah. know most hey, of the words. You, what you gonna do? <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you, because we actually have been wanting to know what's inside that raid for a while. And now so we do. Now there's nothing left to explore. Now there's I feel like Ethan is, is more. Yeah, now he's like more. The... Now he's like more excited. Because no one really like sat down. I never watched any of the streams of people done of any oh, other, other raids. Yeah. So no one like sat down and explained to me like, oh, here's what you do in the raids. And I'm like, oh man, that is just like, wow. Like, hmm, that sounds miserable to people I don't know or people aren't communicating anyway. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's really heavy on communication because if you don't call out who's, you know, especially for the daughter's fight, if you don't call out who's torn you don't call out where you have to start the pattern and you don't do it within like Man. 
10 seconds and you don't clear the ads. Then you don't brush your wipe. teeth. <laughs> then if you don't <laughs> like, remember to cross DBM. both your legs yeah, before you start the fight. Yep. Only a DBM add-ons. Mm. Yep. DBM. Also, you got to remember to color coordinate. So while you guys are wearing the same color <laughs> skin yep, when you go shaders. in there, uh, Make sure you guys all yell cowabunga before you jump in. <laughs> Start <Have> some pizza. <laughs> um, so, are we uh, done? I am going to just patrol. I, I'm going to just say that we're <laughs> done. Do the strikes. For now, with the, with this Destiny conversation. But I uh, do appreciate it. But I'm ready to talk about... With uh, Do we have anything else left? We, talk, we, uh, we played a game today. Yeah, we did. Oh man, we still got to talk about more games. We have so many games. So many I games. I'll, 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 curate, I'll curate the news. Curate we'll, the news. We'll I only read one down. news story, so you better leave that one in. I won't tell you which one it is, though. Oh, great. It'll be like it'll, like be, like, it'll be like keep talking and nobody explodes, where you don't have all the information. Oh no. Oh, uh, which is a game that we just played like literally just before you got here. Nice. Um, we it is a game that we played a while ago now. Indicate almost last a year ago. Year. Which, yeah, we which going we're to? going to? Oh, well, this that's weekend. another podcast. We're going to <laughs> this week. Um, yes, it is a game where one person uh, originally in a VR headset, but you could just now play it on a computer screen if you like. Has Laptop, a bomb, preferably, yeah. Um, and the other person is not looking at the bomb, or people are not looking at the bomb. They are looking at a document which contains detailed instructions about how to defuse every kind of like situation. Every kind of wire and button and uh, like code sequence that you can put into the bomb and all these different little modules tells you how to do that. So we played a couple rounds of that and uh, we start turns playing the, the bomb diffuser and playing the, uh, the, the manual reader. Yes. What do you guys think? Uh, I thought it was cool. I like it a lot. Uh, I, I like too. I like that the kind of insymmetrical uh, asymmetrical 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 gameplay that that stuff kind of provides. And I I wish it. I mean, I guess because it was originally supposed to be with a VR thing. I wish it supported like a better like separation of the roles. I guess I don't know. What that do you mean, like, uh, like in the same area, or? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could have pulled it up on our phones, and it would have been, it would have been different. I don't know. Oh, you're saying like Ethan should have been in a different room? Mm, I don't know. No, because that would be the great best experience. Is that Ethan would be in a different room on a Skype call? No, no, no. We would have walkie talkies. Walkie talkies. Walkie talkies. Yeah, there you go. Like, over. You yeah. Have to say over. That would be like. Okay, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's like six wires, one's green, and there's two yellow wires and one red. Wait, which, which one's a yellow wire? Okay. Okay. I, I know, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> which happened a couple yeah. times. Wish it had the little thing with the Morse code on it. That would have helped. Except we never got to the module that That's, utilized we the Morse code. We were, we were, going, we were going through the story, I think, and that was just, not story. We're going through like the progression, the progression. of like more difficult bombs, yeah. and it hadn't got to, that's like a hard, that's like a hard one, I think, yeah. in that yeah. one. There's a lot of, lot of crazy contraptions, like modules and stuff like that you have to figure out, and they're all different. And then like, sometimes it seems it's to like, have like infinite replay the, value, some, really. It's like, sometimes it's like, does the bomb have a serial number on it? Like, like what's the fourth letter of the serial number? Like, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. It feels like a really good simple board game in a lot of ways. Uh Also, what's really cool is that the manual can be updated um, because you put in a version number at the very beginning of when you first launch the game. You put in the version number for the manual. So theoretically, they just didn't make a new manual, update the game, and then you just put in in, a new version number, and it's like, boom. Brand new. Yeah, now you can... Because I could definitely remember a couple times where I was like, 
I had looked at the instructions previously, and then I went to go defuse a bomb, and I'm like, okay, this is six squares and no yellow ones, so I, I, I like, jumped you ahead knew, a little right. bit. Like, I didn't know exactly what the solution was until you guys told me, but I, like, I'd already, like, knew which things to filter out and tell you guys. Um, so that's cool if they just change the manual, then all of a sudden you get whole new instructions, which are not, like, no one can start memorizing yeah. sequences. Yeah. I really like that game. I think it's really neat. It's I think a, another, a cool party oh. type game that you don't need to have a party, like a huge group, but it, you can also play with a huge group and it'd be yeah. really funny to watch. I think uh, one cool thing you could you could do with a huge group is um, not like a huge group, but like give everyone a couple pages. Like if you actually printed it out. Like I, I feel like there's a real benefit. Like we were using a computer screen to yeah, read off the sucked. PDF, but I feel like printing it would be really, really valuable because then like you have a physical page and you could, like, if you get, gave people like three sheets of paper each like you're the wire specialist and the button specialist and you're the morse code specialist <laughs> and the the, the code that specialist neat. that like, could be neat that would be kind of cool too I, and I, you'd be like oh gosh which i got which one's mine yeah, that's gotta... the thing is like i don't know if that would that would make it easier or harder because on the one hand that means you have fewer tasks to you yourself like matt like have to worry about but you can't but have any also, help but you can't have any help so like if you suck, you just, you <laughs> just suck. You just well, you suck. Know, it'd be, yeah, it'd be cool to try it out one time. Yeah, yeah. no, that could be fun. That could be really fun. Print it out first, but yeah, it's a really neat, unique, simple idea. Yeah, um, which which has been like co-opted in that new you don't know Jack um, uh, uh, party pack. Party pack two, which is out now, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jackbox party pack two. Yeah, um, but it's like a similar, like a, a simplified, a simplified concept of that same. Mm-hmm. The same same idea. So yeah, I've seen some videos of that being played. It can get really intense. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of um, especially if there's a lot of modules, which you can like play a free play mode where there's just like a customization of like how many modules, how much time do you want? Like, there's modules that are called needy modules, which we never we never get to any of those. But those ones require like constant attention. Oh, so like rather than yeah, rather than it being a thing where you like. Like most of the modules, you just do a thing, and then they're either green or red, and then it's like you're done. Um, if it's red, you've got to, you got to find the right answer. But if it's green, it's like okay, you're done. That module's like mm-hmm. been diffused. But the needy modules are like this bar will keep creeping up, and it, like if it gets all the way to the top, the bomb will explode. So every now and then, you gotta like turn it over again and like hit the button to, to like, bring that all the way down. It's like hit like, game Five Nights at Freddy's two, where yes. you have to wind up the wind that music box, wind that music oh, box or else oh, uh, man, I, yeah, you gotta keep remembering to do that, or else you just die. Actually, this is this is a different visual representation of Five Nights at Freddy's. Kind of, because it's, it's like, oh, you gotta make sure you flash the light at Foxy, or he's gonna come down the hall. But make sure you look over here and then line the music box. Kind of, in some ways. This one's less of a plate spinning game though, because it's more about communication. Yeah, yeah. like th- those modules specifically, a hundred percent, but not the yeah. rest of the modules right. or not. Yeah, it sounds like more like real life where it's the thing I can I was thinking like all those mazes and codes on those bombs (laughs) well more like I was thinking like a mercury switch where you have to keep it nice and steady and you have to kind of pay attention to to it I thought you were were talking about like real life as in like okay I gotta go to the gym I gotta (laughs) I gotta remember to make lunch now wait what am I what else am I supposed to do life is just diffusing a bomb we're all just diffusing one big bomb EOD here <laughs> this is the deep, the deep cast. The, the, the deep cast. Well then, should we move on to the news? Also, I got yeah. Thanks for being excited about the new season. Yeah, I'm excited. Cardo's excited. He's doing this theme song that he always does that we don't need to do because Wrench is smiling. You're just like whatever, I guess. 
You're like you're like you're like big boss. Like fine. You're like Alfred. <laughs> it was just <laughs> nobody wants to be an Alfred. Ricardo's new insult to throw around people. All right, let's talk about Wall Street Journal talking about Nintendo making its new console, which is going to be a hybrid. Yes, that's what they say. Console hybrid. They also say that like units have already shipped out to developers. Yeah, that's also what they said, which is more interesting because obviously developers aren't going to say anything, so they're not allowed to. Okay. And they were also like the physical shape of this is not yet certain. It's a circle. So like yeah. it's a flat circle, just <laughs> well, like that's time. A, there's a diagram in the, there. It's like it's a circle, and then here's all the stuff around he it. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Uh, building a bomb is like life, or like diffusing a bomb is like life, and the annex is like a flat circle, yes. like time. Exactly. You no, know, it's gonna be like a pyramid. Like, I remember saying I have like a Nintendo Power magazine where it's like the GameCube successor question mark. It's like a, it's like a game. It's like a, it is literally the purple GameCube, but, but just a pyramid <laughs> instead of a cube. Wait a minute. Is, Wait, was it, this an April Fool's episode? I mean, no, episode it was like it was like issue? it was like mock-up art. It was oh. like potential, like potential, what? potential <laughs> art. Like it was like it wasn't, it wasn't on the cover. It was just like yeah. It, it was when they had already talked about Revolution because uh-huh. that was the code name for the Wii. Back before they called it the Wii, it was it was the revolution. But it was before they announced the controller, before they announced any of that stuff, but it was like maybe they announced the, the controller, I think, at TGS one year, and then um and so I think it was like three months before TGS this art in this magazine came out. It's like the new the a possible design for the new thing. It's like it's like GameCube in a triangle. Do you guys remember uh there was like an ad when the PlayStation 2 was gonna come out that was like the PlayStation 2? Hundred and it had like this really soothing like female voiceover and it showed like some regular dude like cracking open a thing that said like PlayStation Two like hundred or two thousand on it and then like spores went up into his nose and then like <laughs> like it, it effed up his mind Drugs. and like all this stuff and it was like it's the first Game. it's like the first step PlayStation Two PlayStation. <laughs> Yeah, games have been weird. Yeah. Game game commercials, game, game commercials have been, been have definitely been weird. Still better than that cover, that time cover for uh, touching is good. Yes. <laughs> hey, that was last episode. The most ridiculous showing of VR ever. Yes. The, yeah. We're just well, that was all like five. That was like five episodes yeah, that ago. Was, hey, shh, shh. silence. All right. It's gonna be a handheld and a home console. How does it work? They silence. say it might come out. Next year, they might have some of the show. Interesting. And I think that's a good... If they are doing that, it's probably that the best move be for Nintendo. Crazy. They always seem to be like having great stuff on one platform or great stuff on the other. And they're gonna, like, I, I feel like as much as I wouldn't like it, they need to make a full disconnect from the Wii U and the Wii and the, and like seriously, just GameCube controller support, drop it. Like, like any old hardware, just take it out of it. Start fresh. Start with current gen... Like at least current gen graphic capabilities. That's what I said. It said they're using modern chips, and I was yes. like, okay, oh. but I mean, they yeah, all could be modern. Very, chips. They're always all using very, modern chips. It's all very vague. Yeah, it's super vague, but it's interesting. It's Nintendo has kind of been one of those declining giants in these past few years. Yeah, kind of. I kind of feel they kind of went. Uh, see ya to Xbox and Sony. Just mm-hmm. stayed out of the console war. Well, that's the thing is like right now it's like Nintendo. I like a lot of the stuff that they're putting out. I think I have, I love my 3DS. I love a lot of the games on there, but at the same time, it's always like, it's the other thing. It's the extra thing that you have. It's, it's, it's the, the other it's the toy thing you use like, to play Nintendo games. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah. Because it doesn't looked, do anything else. You didn't actually get Yoshi's Woolly World, did you? No, I did. Okay. I, I For a second, I thought you just got the Amiibo. Yeah, Ethan, no. the Ethan's, uh, Ethan's Yoshi, Yoshi, Yarn. Yoshi Yarn Amiibo is sitting up on his shelf right now. And we're Staring at down it. at us, smiling yes. as we mock Nintendo. <laughs> like, oh, I like Nintendo. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, you know, I, I think that, like, as far as, like, relevance goes, I think Nintendo's on this weird, on this weird slight decline. I feel like I, like Ricardo, still enjoy a lot of the stuff they actually do, but as far as, like, a main, like, oh, yeah, like, it's one of the things that you, like, like, do you want the Nintendo one or the or the Sony one or, like, it's not that kind of thing anymore. It's more like, yeah, it is more like a little bit of a side thing. Like, I love Mario Maker. It's a really good game. Um, but the Wii U just doesn't have it, like, nearly as much. Like, even there are other good games, too, but it just doesn't have... The same, like, the same if, if there's someone power. who owned, like, one console, I would never recommend, like, if they're like, I, I have money. PC. Oh, yeah, PC does. That's what I got. No, no, well, I said <laughs> one console, so either be like, all right, you get a PC, you get a PlayStation 4, you get an Xbox One. Like, those are the ones I would never be like, oh, you only have one console? Yes, like, I, yeah, if you're including PC in that, mm-hmm. I wasn't. That but if wasn't. someone comes up to me and like, I already own an Xbox One, I'm looking at another console, I'm like, why? Okay. Um, <laughs> first, you, first you insult yeah. them. But yeah, You're like, all right, idiot. All right, idiot. Stupid, like me, all right, all of them. All right, Alfred. Um, Take it easy there, Alfred. Um, why don't you go hit some more dead the, bodies? And they won't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? What are you talking about? First, I'll tell them to get a PC. But if they don't already have that, then I would say get a Wii U because the Wii U is has just games you can't get anywhere else. Um, yeah, and some of them are really good and surprisingly some of the most fun I've had this. Console generation, I guess, is the word you use. Yeah, I guess. They're, um, they're kind of on a half cycle, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. They're about twice as fast. They started, they started early, and they also use a console, which doesn't have, like, super, super high-end architecture, yeah. so. Doesn't matter. Those games look really good. They do. They make their own games Nintendo really knows. Good. What? What? Sega don't. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, uh, speaking of next-gen consoles, um, interesting report came out. I guess it's not really a report. It's Microsoft guy talking, um, saying <laughs> that, <laughs> saying that you know, despite Microsoft trying to get rid of the Connect by having to, um, a lot of people who own the Connect still use it constantly. Um, it's a said a vast majority is the quote. But in what um, way? In what define you? See, they use it as uh, ways that navigate Navigation. the interface, and even just like logging in by walking up to it, and you know, turning on their Xbox and stuff. And I think that's very true. Um, they're watching you the whole time. They have stats on how time. often you turn that thing on. Yeah. Watch me. Um, Ethan <laughs> likes that apparently. <laughs> I leave the camera on all the time. All the time. I leave I it on. It. I s- they said we only want to collect no personal information. He's like, yeah, let me give you my personal information. <laughs> Take it. Take it from me. Um, video feed. Submit to Microsoft support. The thing I found interesting about it is just the fact that I knew as soon as I got my Connect, the first one, I was like, this is funny. All right, back in the garbage for you, or back in the you know. Yeah, you got drawer. it. You got it, and we were like. Man, you got you got like the gun stringer. This is great. That was like the only cool thing. No, the, the only the Lazy Two Man Chronicles. That was really which good. Is the DLC for that. That was the only cool thing. Had Double Fine Happy Action Theater. Disneyland game. Disneyland game. <laughs> Disneyland game is great. Um, but yeah, and all those games were not real good, real games. good games. No, they're like, fun no. games. Fun because they were not dumb. Good they were not good games. But the Connect now, even though no game supports it now on Xbox One, unless you play like Dance Central. About Dance Central. And that's it just about came out right it. before they they announced that. You're telling oh, me? Oh no, Disney Disney. Oh, uh, Fantasia. Fantastic Evolved. Fantastic. Also, also Fantasia, Fantasia Evolved. Harmonic's getting screwed. By <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. So, I mean, but everyone still uses it for the interface because even though they made improvements to the interface, to, you know, they know they're only supporting people with just the controller now. The connect is still just a lot easier. Just voice commands are simple. Just being able to lock up and log in, using it for a QR code. It's they made it actually a useful thing as opposed to like, oh, this is some gimmick for gimmicky games. Cool, but they now also, it's actually they also made a UI. It's not very good unless yeah. unless you use the connect. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's true. Um, but Windows 10 support coming soon. Windows 10. They're also doing this new experience. That's the Windows 10. Yeah, is up soon. Yep, that's the Windows 10 integration. Yeah, so see how that goes. I hear okay things. Yeah, I hear like a. Gets a step in the right direction, is what I hear. Yeah, I say for the Connect, it's kind of the same thing. Um, it's it's really good for using it as an extra thing. Yeah. But it's not really good as a core experience. Yeah. I will admit that I use my Xbox more than I use my PlayStation 4 and Wii U because just the fact I know the voice integrations there. And the voice integration makes it really nice. I'm watching Netflix or something. I want to throw up Netflix on the TV. I'm not going to use my computer because it's hard to control and turn that off. Not but now if, with the Steam controller. Eh, it's still not going to be great. <laughs> um, but if I want to use it, I'm going to use Xbox because it could just yell Xbox pause and it'd be like, all right, I think I heard you. I guess. I'll pause it. This is how the Xbox talks back to you. Yeah. Um, what, if they, what if they have Cortana integration? They don't, they don't have, they have that yet, but the, what if it talked back to you and be like, no. <laughs> what do you mean you want to stop watching since eight you have to keep watching it you like this show all right okay cortana open netflix i'm afraid i can't let you do that ethan oh you have to keep watching microsoft edge our new streaming platform no. that we integrated <laughs> you know what's gonna happen that's the next thing for microsoft to get is some sort of either some sort of youtube type thing or streaming type thing they got Havoc Physics. Did we talk about that? No, I didn't. No, we didn't. But that's a they bought thing. Havoc Physics. They're still they gonna just license it. They said they would. Yeah, of course. It's a big. It's a big money maker. But it's to help with the cloud. Now it's gonna be in the cloud, so you all the games will be using it in physics, the cloud. Can't buy physics, man. Physics happen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't buy can't, clouds. Clouds just happen. <laughs> you can't buy nature. Nature's just all around us. Nothing's. You know so, how it is, man. That's cool. Yeah. You wouldn't steal a cloud. You wouldn't steal a physics. <laughs> <laughs> so why would you steal a movie? A movie. <laughs> you know me. Stealing Steal movies is stealing from nature. And then a picture of a fox with little cubs crying. Yes. Because foxes mm. feel emotion <laughs> in that way. Yes. Do you guys remember Defiance? Nope. That show, just, that TV. I, we actually just recently were talking about this, yeah. I think, nope. on here. I do remember that show on sci-fi. Yeah. Yes, I sci-fi. do I do know what you're talking about, but I don't remember it. Yep. I, know I remember it. having, uh, I remember it being on the show Face it. Off, which I remember being like, oh, that's cool. Defines the show, and it lasts like one season. It's No, it's lasts up to three seasons. What? Three whole seasons. I never heard of it past that, because the game came out. There's a game that came out, and I was like, it's the co-media, yep. cross-media experience. Exactly. The game, the show, the movie, the... And now the show's getting canceled. And the show's getting canceled. Just I'm now. surprised. I thought it was already canceled. So I thought like I canceled. So what they're doing season. is they're just like, how's this affect the game? They're like, well, sucks, but oh well. And they're just gonna keep doing the game because the game went free to play back last year. Yeah, it was like a um, kind of MMO, but like a shooter. It's a, it's thing. an MMO. It has FPS elements, but it's still like a straight up MMO. It's, it's a third yeah, person it's, shooter. It's kind of like Star Trek Online is. 
Pew, pew. Yeah, or um, get a lifetime membership. Tight. You guys remember Tabula Rasa? I don't. Oh, I do but, remember. Oh, yes, I mean, Rasa. I do. I never played it. I remember that being like everyone's like, it's the first person and MMOs. It's gonna be great. And then it wasn't. Great. And then Destiny was the real experience. Yeah, that's well. There you go. Wow. Yep. There you go. Um, actually, <laughs> I was working at GameStop when Tabula Rasa came out, Man. and so much hype. Oh, on it was that really game. hyped up. Tabula so hyped because they're like Richard Garrett. He's he's amazing. Mm. You know who also had a really good game with like a bunch of people putting money into it? Someone called Star Citizen. You know, I don't know. Star Citizen, yeah, yeah. With a prominent guy behind it that people you know who they just passed like ninety five million or something like that. Jesus. Or it might have been over a hundred million. I can't remember now. I'm I'm annoyed that I can't remember it. I just saw a thing that said they're a lot of money. They just they're still putting they're putting things out there. They're actually producing content, which I give some props for. Yeah, well, I feel now like, if it's good content, that's the other yeah, problem. That's the thing. I feel like that sad story is so many MMO games though that were like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be good. We're gonna play, it. and then it's just like, like uh, they're all chasing that. The thing they're all chasing the wild wow money, um, and it's just you can't capture the same like guys that well. Did an no, okay job, no. right? Uh, Guild Wars Two was really successful for as far Wars. as MMOs go. But the nice the thing about that is it did the thing where you pay up front and then you just play. Which I feel like pricing has a big difference because people are a there's, little bit there's, more There's reluctant. like a free-to-play-esque store, right? In it? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a free-to-play store. Um, excuse me, I think the expansions you have to buy. So it's kind of right. like yeah. on the Destiny level. But, yeah, it's, um, it's exactly like Destiny yeah. was with uh, their pricing scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play Guild Wars, the original Guild Wars. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah I didn't know anyone else yeah. who played that. So yeah. yeah. My, my it's roommate. just Diablo. <laughs> it's just Diablo. <laughs> my roommate in college and I, we played that, and it was it was really fun when it came out. We lost interest about half, about six months later, though. That's pretty long, though. Yeah. It's not it's, a bad time. It's long for... Did you play any expansions or just the, the base game? I think I played one expansion. Okay. And it wasn't enough to keep me around. Yeah. But no, I will enough. say, like, like he picked it up, like, I want to say, like, two or three years ago, as far as Guild Wars 2, and he tried to egg me to come back on. Um, the biggest reason why we stopped playing Guild Wars, though, is that we picked up WoW at the same time. Mm. And WoW took over our lives. Yeah, so, as, as it does. So the better MMO kind of won out on that one. So Guild Wars 2 is more like an MMO, though, than, than Guild Wars 1. Guild Wars it 1 is, is yeah. like, it's kind of like Diablo, honestly, in a lot it of ways. It is, yeah. It's a dungeon crawler with instances, and it's kind of weird. In the, the it's kind of like a weird, it's almost like Destiny in a lot of ways. Ish, yeah. Ish, Diablo yeah. sort of thing. Diablo. It's kind of in that weird... Sect ball. Guild Wars 2 is just a straight up MMO. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time with jumping puzzles. Mm-hmm. Jumping puzzles and MMOs. <laughs> what? Anyway, Defiance, the show got canceled. <laughs> Back to that thing. But the game is still going on, which is, I think, an interesting way when you have two properties that are tied close together. And I felt like they knew about this, that, you know, in case this might happen because the show takes place in, I believe, St. Louis. Yes. While the video game takes place in San Francisco. Yeah. So just because they don't know what's going on in St. Louis. It doesn't matter because they're in San Francisco. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like what they what their kind of vision was that were storylines were going to weave in and out, and so something would happen in the game and would kind of come out on uh, across on the the TV show and vice versa. And I think uh, one of the big hypes from season two was that they were actually going to bring a character from San Francisco or some sort of like disease thing from San Francisco on disease. <laughs> yes, the disease is coming. <laughs> or something like that. I think that was what was the storyline. But um, I, start, I tried to watch that thing. I watched about a season and a half, and 
It wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Damn, man. You watched it. It kept you for a season and a half. Yeah. yeah. A season and a half. How long is that? Like six episodes? Or is it It longer than that? I don't uh, know. Sci-fi. I think the first season was about 13 episodes. Okay. So I think it was about 20, 25 episodes that I watched in total. Okay. So a good good while. Yeah. But just... No, it's 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 tough. <laughs> I think I think the it only property tough. that's ever done it well is Marvel, and that's really hard to do. Mm, did Marvel do it well? <laughs> I don't like I don't like Agent Shield. I like Agent Carter. Agent Carter is cool. well done. And Daredevil's great. Daredevil's really amazing. Good. I think it's like a lot of TV stuff where it depends on. The actual individual showrunners, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very much so. I think, but the Supergirl but show, the way they did link the Agents right. of Shield looks, with like just um, like every all MCU, the other yeah. ones with, was actually with really the nice. movies. That's that, really good. That worked really well, despite the fact that I don't like it, Agents of Shield at all. Although I hear it's gotten better, yeah, yeah, season two, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let me yeah, let me yeah. say, I'm I'm the fan. I am a fan. I like Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, that's fine. Now it's good having you, Lorenzo. You know, this is a very, I, mean, <laughs> I was just going to tell him this is a very accepting I mean, environment. You can yeah, say that. It's yeah. okay. I haven't seen any of these shows. Oh, so. I, like, I, mean, I like Arrow and Flash. But yeah. Those have their, their Arrow and ups Flash, and downs. That is, is that, do they just yeah, combine they into do. one show now? Arrow and Flash. Well, yeah. I mean, they're always like every other episode is like, Oliver, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm nah, just here. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just passing through. Bye. Okay. <laughs> I, no I just, bearing I've plot. just got so much superhero saturation in the movies alone, let alone ten TV shows I want to keep up with and follow regarding. Give me more. Superhero. Feed me more. Feed me more. Is that WWE? <laughs> anyway, crossover? something, <laughs> yes. something news, something new, something news. news. So Fig, they finished their their campaign, their first campaign with the first Fig. Fig, Fig is the other um, crowds. Sourcing that lets you invest. Let's you invest. So they got Indiegogo, we got Kickstarter, and we got Fig now for Go video fund games. Go, Go for me. I feel like it's for individuals, isn't it? Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. No, it's different. That's, that's, that's why Patreon's like for us. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so follow our Patreon. We should get a Patreon. We should get a Patreon. Get some money so we can yeah, keep the like servers all, running. All two people <laughs> could. <laughs> no <laughs> Alfred zone. Can keep this in no Alfred Apple Watch beta app. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, Fig had their first, they finished it um, for their the game Outer Worlds. So Fig is very curated. Um, so it kind of goes like, Indiegogo goes like anywhere, anything goes. And then it goes, Kickstarter's kind of curated for the most part. Like they, they you can put up Not, anything, but if people come by and they see something shady, they will take it the down. It breaks the terms and conditions. They will come down and take it down. Also, you have to get the right, the full amount of your requesting for. Yes. Indiegogo, you don't. You don't. You just get whatever you got. Um, and then Fig is like, yo, you can, these are like one game at a time. Can it, you can straight up invest, like get money. And Fig back. is only for games. I'm Fig is only sure. for games too. Like whereas Kickstarter um, and all that other stuff is for everything. There's a weird thing where they had a Kickstarter about this um, razor that shaved your face or whatever with lasers, and it was like, whoa, this is crazy. And it got it's like, it got millions Wars. of dollars. It got millions of dollars, and they're like, wait a second, there's no prototype in this video. You guys are just saying stuff, and that'll do this. And then they showed a video of a prototype, and it was like. Showed the laser and it was like cutting a hair and it took forever. Oh, it was like, oh, this isn't very good. But so they kind of, it kind of was like, all right, Kickstarter came and was like, you're getting shut down. So they shut it down. Now it's on Indiegogo and it's still making money. Oh, nice one. So if you're trying to get people's money, Indiegogo's. You're trying to get- No, you go to Kickstarter <laughs> first because you get this way more attention. Oh, you get more press. Yeah. 
Then you, and then if you get shut down, then you go to Indiegogo <laughs> and, and use lasers and, and always, throw yeah, lasers always, yeah, in there. Just give some sort of pie in the sky, best case scenario pitch, and just accept anybody's money and don't be ashamed about it. That's basically what you do for crowdfunding, what? and then. Go radio silent. What's something afterwards? What's, <laughs> never, what's never. something that somebody uses every day? Name something. Phone. Laser phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Lasers on my phone? Yes. Shoes. Laser shoes. They, when you stomp on the ground, these lasers light up on the side. <laughs> That's lasers. really dope. Lasers, <laughs> asterisk. Not actually lasers. Well, you could just put like a, like a laser. Like, like a laser Every time you step, the cat goes crazy. <laughs> um, all right, anyway, back to Fig. So Fig, they Outer Worlds completed, and they received... Um, $750,000 of investment interest in the first three days. Hooray! And they had to turn away... That's an interesting thing. Is they turned away money. Like, they got... Um, according to this, Fig says they received 20 times more stated investment interest than developers prepared to accept. So unlike Kickstarter, where developers just keep getting money and getting bigger and bigger and bigger until the projects, they keep saying, like, oh, we got stretch goals, we're trying to do this am- ambitious thing, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger, depending on how much money they get. Fig just was like, yo, you, they turned it away. They turned away, I believe it was um, $925,000. Dang. They turned it away because they like, we can't, like, people wanted to invest, but they couldn't because they were not prepared to accept it and, you know, use mm-hmm. that money. They just wanted They're to They're not their just going to be like, sure, uh, maybe we're going to do one other thing. Well, it makes sense, though, because if you're trying to fund the game and you get more money, you'd expect more stuff to happen, right? Yes. Because you have more money to do more things. And that's what Kickstarter has unfortunately trained a lot of people to think. Yeah. So the bigger, the more money in there, the bigger the game, the bigger the scope. Look at Shenmue 3 and how much they love that money to try to get the full experience. But if you don't get that money, you know. So... Outer, yeah, that's what's called Outer Wilds. Um, they're cutting it off at a point just so that they know that the scope of the game is going to stay the same, and people are going to get exactly what they wanted. They're not going to be sitting there waiting forever because they added all these other things on top of it, which I think is a really cool idea as far as you know, crowdfunding goes. And I think that's probably the better way to do it as opposed to ballooning up. Responsible. Yeah, it responsible. makes a lot of sense, especially from you know thinking from like not putting out bloatware a lot of with a lot of these kickstarter stretch goals they then have to spend time and resources to then put those things on and it comes to a very nice focused project more like actual true venture capitalism will be i think mm-hmm. it's a really good move just because it's going to be it's going to load off the developers and give them actual time to complete their stuff as opposed to being like i'll stick this on and just yeah. bite off way more than they can chew so maybe Fig is actually okay. I think it seems like it's going about it in a much more realistic way than the rest of them are. The yeah. rest, the rest of them are on these really cool ideal. Uh, I think the heavy I, like, curation platforms. probably helps. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it it's basically like they're basically like almost like an agent. Yeah, like 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 a, like a hands off agent for like whatever they find something really cool. They go, okay, we want that on our website. Here's the thing featured on our website. We'll curate the people giving you the money. And then you can decide if you want to be get investors or this or that. Exactly. And then, yeah. all right, now you guys are done. Hand, we're you know you got the money. We're you're good. Bye. But it's so it's not like a full on agent, but it's mm-hmm. like basically like whereas like Kickstarter is basically just like here's a bulletin board, 
Like, like we'll we'll come by every now. Do you want to buy a hundred? We'll, we're making a deck of cards. We'll come, we'll come by every now and then and make sure the things on here aren't like completely illegal. And then like that's yeah, you know. And then Indiegogo is just like Craigslist. Yeah, <laughs> for funding, but for <laughs> at least you, no one gets murdered at Indiegogo. Well, that's yeah. true. So, now, correct me if I'm wrong. With the the fig, are they the original investors getting a return on their investment? Or for investors, it, not for like not for Kickstarter, not for like card, donation, yeah. stuff. donation stuff. So okay. the investor works. You have to be like a straight up accredited investor with like the United States. I okay. believe it's so, the only United States. So with filed with the SEC. Yes, so. filed with you know everything all squared away. You have to have like a certain amount of income and like net worth and all that stuff. And then, but you could just back it, you know, but you don't get any returns on that. You could just back it like a regular Kickstarter, but there's, you know, the investor tier, but the investor tier has to invest, I think it was like $5,000 minimum or something like that. So that's really low, actually. I yeah, that's actually for, pretty low for yeah. like an investing thing. But, you know, you're putting it all in one basket, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was just interesting, interesting fact. And now I think this is the last bit of news. Um, the New Yorker put up something odd. They said, this is the headline. Why did Hideo Kojima leave Konami? And they said, On Friday, October 9th, Hideo Kojima left Tokyo offices of Konami. Well, a video game where leave. he worked... He was going to leave anyway. A video game where he worked since 1986. A video game. The video... I can't read. The video game company... I was going to say, man, the New Yorker <laughs> is just like, whatever. <laughs> I worked at, I've worked at this video game for uh, a while. Ethan is just like, oh, whatever. He has worked at this video game for a while. The same game for That's the last like 20, 30 years. Um, yeah, so I guess he officially left. Uh, by unofficially, he was, like had a, con- he was like on a contract basis until the game. They like had a party. Got out. They had a party for him. Apparently, this is some inside sources. Um, they had some cake. You, they were allowed to have parties. They weren't. They were, <laughs> you're gonna party. No, they but said they only said only one piece of cake for everyone, and you'll be monitored the entire time. They say and no one better clock out early for the party. It, the cake just said goodbye number. 695 yeah, yeah. <laughs> employee number employee number that's exactly what it said um, but yeah so it, you know we all kind of saw this coming this isn't like a huge surprise to anyone but it seems like they actually have it's done finally it. it's finally done. there it's it it's over it's he's over. finally changed his Facebook status <laughs> it, it's, it's <laughs> single no, again it's no longer it's complicated <laughs> yeah. now it is it is, <laughs> it is straight up single yeah. and meanwhile Konami's changed their Facebook status from game developer to Pachinko? <laughs> <laughs> money making developer. Money to money. Silent Hills, the Pachinko Machine. Let's go. Let's go. I'm waiting for the Made slots. by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> this Pachinko Machine was crafted by Guillermo del Toro specifically. And it's been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> He's working with Peter Jackson on this it's, Pachinko Machine. It's been indefinitely <laughs> postponed. Uh, Sad. Sad, but you know, we all saw it coming. Yeah. The end of an era. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh. End of an era. All right. It's the end of this era, the era of the Pixel Watches podcast, episode number 70. Oh, yeah. I remember the number. How did you remember that number? Because last episode was 69. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how I remember things. How far away from 69 is it? That's how I I remember numbers. It's it's five, so that would be 74. All right. Got it. Thank you, Rentis, again for joining us this evening. Thank um, you for having me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to check out the podcast at uh, pixelwatches.com. You can go on iTunes and subscribe and write a review there. You can bite your phone case like Ricardo and uh, and also follow us on Twitter, which is pixel underscore legends, our Facebook page, 
And uh, yeah, pixelwetsons.com for all of our great Bloodborne and Steam controller unboxing. We've got <laughs> some more of them. We're going to keep cool. doing it over again. Yeah, yeah, the same, actually, the same video. It's not even, not even <laughs> a new video. It's the same video. <laughs> Just the caption slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we, got some, we got a new idea. For a Mario Maker uh, uh, video oh, slash streaming now, service. Huh? Yeah, I am, I am recording it <laughs> Matt now. Matt always commits. <laughs> I commit to the bit. Hey, listen, if I don't say it, then we'll never do it. And sometimes we won't do it anyway. So. I know, I was going to say, a lot of times we don't do it anyway. Listen, we got all those fans that are disappointed, all ten of them. Ow! Where? I mean, I still have emails all the time. Where is Sonic Boom? It- it, no, I don't. I lie. We don't get any emails. Oh, but, so you want to play more of that? No. Ethan really wants to play more Sonic Boom, so that's going to happen too. Uh, uh, I actually, the, actually, the problem with those is that the video files got all sorts of messed up. That is the yeah. explanation for that. And the same thing with the Banjo Kazooie videos as well. I, unfortunately, some of our capture gear that we were using back in the day combined with the amount of like transfers between hard drives and my computer different, and my, different a new computer that systems. I got and different operating systems, like, as I think messed up with quite a lot of those files. So. <laughs> We have to restart some of those, but don't worry. Never fear. New videos are coming soon. I'll find a way to make the Sonic Boom videos work so I don't have to play that game again. Yep. I'll find a way. We <laughs> will finish Sonic Boom at some point, uh, but the Mario Maker videos will be coming. Check it all out on pixelagents.com, and we will see you next week.